Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we're booksmen in the year 2021. Yeah, it's true. I can hardly believe it, but it's true. It's a new year. A new year, new me, new you. Hopefully new you. Look, Tim, if 2021 Tom is like 2020 Tom, it's fine. He doesn't go outside. He doesn't do anything. For at least like six months, right? Yeah, I was looking around today, by the way, uh, where it's like, all right, there's got to be like some information by now about like how the vaccine's going to be distributed in New York State. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> and like, we can't, we both. thankfully, I know some people who, who do work in healthcare that have at least already gotten their first shot. Uh, but I thought like there would at least be some information out there about how how it would happen so that I could figure out a way to cut in line, figure out what I, I mean, what I have to say and do. I already tried showing up at a hospital in my, with a stethoscope insisting I needed my shot before I started my surgery. If you don't have the lab coat, they're not going to let you go to the the front of the line. I had a a trench coat. Yeah. I said, to the back of the line. I said, I fell in mud and my lab coat got uh, dirty. That's why it's beige. Tom, if you could pay $250 to skip the line, would you? Uh, If it didn't come with taking that away from somebody who needs it more than I do, yes. Right. Okay, good. That's that's what skipping the line literally (laughs) is. Okay, yeah. I saw something about apparently some uh, healthcare provider in the city lied to get... uh, vaccines like said like oh these are yeah these are for old people and then like posted on facebook like we got vaccines first come first serve yeah it's uh not a great not a great look yeah and i also feel like a vaccine that needs to be kept at a constant incredibly low temperature that requires special freezers probably isn't the thing you want to get through like illicit means yeah no i think they i think they got it like I don't think that it fell off the back of a truck, right? But it was the it next. Was like they lied about who it was going to. Yeah, exactly. But, but if they that, lie that, about, that wouldn't. My thing is, if they lie about who it's going to, then they might also be like, "Yeah, we got one of them fridges." <laughs> yeah, <it's true. laughs> like, like well, you know, I just don't. I don't want to get my vaccine from liars. Tom, uh, I don't want to scoop our other episode, but. Um, mm-hmm. For the other podcast that we do, um, but uh, you had something that you wanted to talk about up top, and then I filibustered with talking about a sandwich that I was excited about. Yeah. Um, did did you did you have something you wanted to get off your chest this week, Tim? Did you a rant, if you will? Did you see the new Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four available exclusively in theaters and on HBO Max? No, I haven't seen the film. So I saw the film and uh, it was very not good. It was a very not good film. And it. Uh, you were, you were, last I spoke to you, optimistic about it. First, you had heard months mm-hmm. ago that it was a clunker. I had heard like a year ago it was a clunker. Yeah. You're a real insider, Tom. Because, we're all proud well, of you. no, because I got an invite 
to a advanced screening last year. And I was like, oh, I really I forget why. But I was like, I think this is the new Wonder Woman movie and the screenings in New Jersey. And if if I knew for sure it was Wonder Woman, I would go drive to New Jersey to see it. But if I drive to New Jersey and it's some, you know, new romantic comedy or whatever, I'm not going to be happy. So I didn't. It's a night out. Well, it was only for me. It wasn't like, oh, you and a guest. Oh, um, so I didn't so go to see if, if you were like, oh, I could bring Tim with me. And if it's a nice romantic comedy, we'll both enjoy <laughs> right. it. Uh, or even, if, you know, and if it's a horror movie, we can duck out and go to Applebee's. Mm-hmm. Um, get some Apple teenies, but I didn't go. But then the next day on Reddit, somebody who went was like, yeah, this was Wonder Woman 1984. It was horrible. Here's the plot. Here's what happens. And it was, I didn't want to believe it because it was so convoluted and bad. Um, but it turned out it was, they made no changes after after they showed it to a test audience. And they just put out a movie, even though this movie was ready uh, at least a year ago. Like it got pushed back from last year, even before COVID. It was like it was going to come out last Christmas, and then they were like, "Eh, let's put not put it out in the summer because it will do better." And then COVID happened; it got pushed, pushed, pushed. Mm-hmm. Um, they apparently didn't use any of that time to fix any of the problems with the movie. Hmm. Bad movie. Bummer. Just like a really dumb movie. It is set in the eighties, which is awesome. How fun! It had nothing to do, like, it didn't play with that aesthetic at all, except for, like, a montage scene of Chris Pine, like, trying on different 80s outfits. That was also one of those movie things where it was, like, very obvious that they were like, we'll just let you guys improvise during this. And it's like, oh, cool, Gal Gadot improvising. (laughs) That's what she's really well known for. (laughs) What is she really well known for? The Imagine video? inspiring people yeah she wrote that song imagine and got uh, all the celebrities to sing it with her Hmm. um yeah so it it was just so bad it was just and like chris pine gal gadot i do like gal gadot i liked her a lot in the first movie uh and chris pine and pedro pascal i both really like and uh just and kristen wig i really like and just they were given just a horrible script. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. And I'm super sorry for the filmmakers that such an influential man on such an influential <laughs> podcast on his, on his the Patreon. podcast uh, is, is out here trashing their movie. It is going to dissuade people from that. Yeah. People who have already subscribed to HBO Max from seeing it on HBO Max. Look, here's a minor spoiler in case, you know, you really care. This isn't a big spoiler. But uh, the first movie, Chris Pine's character, Steve Trevor, uh, dies. So how could he possibly come back in the next one? Well, he comes back because uh, Diana Prince, uh, Wonder Woman, wishes on a dreamstone that he was back, which, you know, that's silly, whatever. But it's like, yeah, that's fine. But then for, like, an inexplicable reason, he doesn't just, like, come back. 
he comes back in another man's body, like a man that already exists in 1984. Mm -hmm. George Orwell? No, not George Orwell, just like a random guy, and then Mm -hmm. comes up to Diana, and Diana's like, I don't know you, but then tells her some stuff, and she's like, oh my God, you're, you're Steve Trevor. And then there's just never really another reference to the fact that they've stolen this man's body and he had like a life and stuff. Like they go to his apartment and like make fun of his stuff. (laughs) Meanwhile, he, he has moved his soul out of that body and taken it over. But what is a soul, Tom? I don't know, but wonder woman and Steve Trevor had no problem discarding a man's soul (laughs) so that they could be together again. And it's just like, look, you're already using magic and shit. Just be like, yeah, I don't know. He just fucking materialized. Tom, I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell you. (sighs) The movie just set up so many convoluted rules, like convoluted rules that were so hard to understand. And then would almost immediately discard those rules it was like, well, why do I have to watch a 10-minute scene setting up why this works that way? They take but, off in a jet, and, and the army's following them, and Diana goes, oh, I've been working on this. I can make things invisible by touching them. It's like, what? That's like something a third grader comes up with in a story. Wonder Woman has an invisible jet. That's it's Well, canon, they wanted Tom. to have her have an invisible jet, but instead of like coming up with a reason for that, they were like, "No, she has the power to make things invisible." You never See, saw I, it before, but she can do that. I have a and this isn't this is me. This is why your your ranting has no effect on me. <laughs> Because I I don't know where the line is for you. Yeah, that sounds dumb to me. But like, so do ninety percent of the things in any any justification for any of the uh, the the crazy things that happen in any comic book movie. It's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. The, the, what makes you uh, so, so angry about that? But the Infinity Stones are are fine with you. That's no, it's different. Um, I think because at least in the scene where she made the jet invisible, A, it was already dumb because they stole a jet from the Smithsonian. And it was like, so wait a minute. The, Smith- about the plot of this movie. Look, the Smithsonian has all the planes. They're, they're, you know, gassed up and ready to go at all times. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Archie Bunker's chair. But, <laughs> but and uh, Mr. Roger's sweater. Yeah. Um I think it was mostly just like you can get away with dumb shit like that if it serves like the story, but in this case it didn't. It was just so they could fly an invisible jet through uh fireworks because they didn't realize it was the fourth of July. Hmm. I don't know. It was dumb. That that's actually like one of the, the lesser examples. I'm glad I stopped you from talking about this on the main feed because I just I have no idea what to say to you. I I, I don't know how to engage you on. You this. should watch. The yes, movie. it sounds stupid. No, I'm not going to watch the movie. It's available it in 4K and with HDR. Four Klondikes. Four Klondikes. Uh, there were definitely parts of it that were good and parts of it that looked cool, but it was just a um, real bad script. All right. 
Uh, Tom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry they did that to you. I'm sorry the woman did that to you. It's not the woman. It was a man that wrote it. Who? I don't know. Some some screenwriter. Hmm. You just assume it was a man? No, I looked it up because I was curious if it was the same person that had written the first movie, and it wasn't. Who wrote the first movie? Not like anybody I knew. (laughs) No, but I'm just saying the first movie was good, and this one was so bad that I was like, wait a minute, is this the same writer? And it wasn't. And then I thought, well, why didn't they hire the same writer? Like, that first movie was good. People loved it. It made a ton of money. They, of course, hired Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins back. Hire that screenwriter again. Obviously, you've got something here. Tom, this is why you are not a studio bigwig. <laughs> you, you, you can't just hire. You can't do the same thing over and over again. Well, You'd they, be repeating yourself. I'm not saying hire him and, and make him write the same movie again, but hire him and be like, cool, what other ideas do you have? And it's not like the the person they they had write this movie, I thought like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to look at their credentials and they're going to have written like a, this is just a fluke. And it was like, no, it was like another just kind of like, I mean, I was going to say like another person that like you haven't heard of that hasn't, doesn't have many credits, but this was probably also one of those like insane number of rewrites which was probably the first movie. The first movie was probably rewritten a dozen times by uncredited writers. And they probably just did that the second time because they were like, oh, it worked the first time. And, you know, the last person that got a rewrite got their name on the movie. It's all very boring to me, Tom. And we're not here to talk about Gal Gadot and The Wonderful Woman and how you hate uh, movies that uh, have women in the uh, in the main roles. Well, at least I watch them. You said you couldn't stomach watching a movie that was uh, starring a woman. Unless it's not it, true, unless, unless it was a pornographic film is what I remember you saying. <laughs> sounds a lot like me. Tom, we're not here to talk about movies. We're here to play a game. All right, what game are you? You legitimately, this isn't a bit. You refuse to tell me anything about what what this episode is. I asked you today. I was like, "Hey, uh, we got to do the episode," and you never put a poll up. And you were like, "Oh, I didn't need to put a poll up. I have other plans." I was like, "All right, anything to get out of reading a book, I guess." That's Tim's motto. Full disclosure, Tom. I did forget to put up a. <laughs> poll mostly because i was i it was poor planning it's like i'll put the poll up on christmas morning because that (laughs) is like kind of like the last day that i could do it to 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 make it happen well and let me me also take a moment to apologize for how uh for the for the people on the early access tier how late the early access went up uh it did go up on saturday but it went up you know i don't know 10 minutes before midnight because uh yeah it was christmas week and we didn't what do you expect us to plan ahead to think these things through (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. Um, so, and also, Tom, here's the thing about the polls. Mm-hmm. I started putting together a poll in a panic, like Christmas night. Yeah. Um, then I was like, I don't know what books. Like, I feel like we need to be better at theming. I want to put more thought into the polls and the the books that we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm very good at that, into- but you're not. You, I am. You, Tim. Every poll I've put up has had a winner. 
That's true. It's fair. One barely had a winner. One was almost tied. The, this last one, I think, was yeah. was mm-hmm. literally. So, I think it literally came down to one vote. I think we've talked about this. Yeah. So instead, I've put together Tom this game, mm-hmm. uh, and Tom, you'll be glad that I forgot to 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 put up a poll because you have the opportunity to win big. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. You don't give out prizes. You make bets. You're 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 you make bets that you can't back up. This is who wants to be a booksman heir. Please welcome to the booksman heir stage, Tom Reynolds. Ladies and gentlemen. Now, what is a booksman air? I have a chance to win a million uh, books? You'll, 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 no, you can't win a million books. You wouldn't know what to do with them, Tom. I'd open a library or a bookstore. <laughs> this bookstore, probably. <laughs> yeah. Library, would, a bookstore would just be easier. You know, if somebody buys it, they give you money, you get rid of uh, If you opened a library, you'd have to be like, okay, now I need a system to track these books once they've left <laughs> yeah. my, my whatever. How, uh, to get, how to get them back. What kind of late fees yeah. am I going to charge? Yeah. Suddenly I've given you a burden instead of an opportunity. Exactly. And Tom, then the rules and, are simple. And at a library, I've got to tell the government who's taken out which books so they can keep tabs. Tom, the rules are simple. There are 15 multiple choice questions ranging from very easy to very difficult, (laughs) each worth more money than the previous. The amounts are not cumulative. You know how who wants to be a bookstore works, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you get get a question right, you move on to the next amount. But if you get it wrong, the game is over and you lose your money. However, there are two milestone amounts. Once you get the $1,000 question right, you are guaranteed (laughs) that amount. Uh, and this happens again at $32,000. (laughs) $32,000. I have the the chance to win. Wow. Not bad. No, you have a chance to win a million dollars. Now, let me tell you this. Now, what if, what if right after the first question, I decide to just walk away with the money? Here's the thing, Tom, you will actually get paid out, but for everything, look, I have to bankroll this myself. You'll get paid out. At one one hundredth the actual amount. So if you get the million dollar question right, I will pay you in real life ten thousand dollars. <laughs> no, you won't, Tim. That's literally the figure you always throw out there for bets is ten thousand dollars. And this applies to all the, the dollar values. So if you get the hundred dollar question right, yeah, I'll give you a dollar if you if you walk away. And I won't give you ten thousand dollars all at once. I'll pay it out in monthly installments over the year. <laughs> However, Tom, there's a twist. Yeah. Do you still have that mouse in your apartment? No, I I put some. I found the hole the mouse was coming through, and I put steel wool in it, and the mouse has not mm-hmm. come back. Yeah, we'll have to figure this out because if you don't answer all of the questions correctly, if you don't win a million dollars, uh huh, you have to lick a mouse. Okay. And you have to and you have to take a video of it and post on the internet proving that you licked the mouse. And wait, what? When? Under what circumstance do I have to do that? If you don't win the million dollars. Oh, wow. All right. Pretty, pretty steep. So I could win $32,000, but I still have to lick a mouse. Yeah. And okay. I would pay you $3,200, $3, right. which is still... And 
and still you had a substantial to lick amount of money. And I don't care where you lick them out, on the mouth, on the tail, on the back. I you mean, can lick the mouse anywhere you want. $3,200 is still at least 100 times more money than you've ever given me for anything, including yeah. like paying me back for things. And all you would have to do is lick a mouse for it and yeah. get these questions right. All right. Tom, you have three lifelines, and you can use each one uh, one time during the game, the 50-50, in which uh, two incorrect answers mm-hmm. will be eliminated. Ask the host. This is what they're doing <laughs> on uh, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire right now as they don't have an audience. Um, so you'll ask me. Keep in mind, I don't, I don't have the answers to the questions, so I don't know the answers. <laughs> well, that doesn't seem... <laughs> But be careful, because I want you to lose the game. Right. This is all coming out of my mind. <laughs> um, and then finally, a phone a friend. You can call anyone you want. Um, I'm not going to call anybody seconds. about this dumb thing. Nobody's going to believe that you're going to actually give me money. Well, you're just going to throw away a lifeline like that? How about this? I can. A- this attitude I- has you uh, licking a mouse. I can ask Discord. How about that? Yeah. And if nobody uh, responds in 30 seconds? Sure. Then we'll edit it down to seem like 30 seconds. Whatever. I don't think you should get to... I prepared some material here, Tom, and I don't think you should get to choose But uh, how the game works. Well, I I might ask my girlfriend. I'm not going to call anybody. Ask your girlfriend. Okay. Uh, now I'm afraid since you have a known history of cheating at GameStop, uh, and because we're not currently in the same room, uh, you can't be trusted not to Google the answers and cheat, uh, for these questions. So for this reason, you'll need to wear a blindfold and put oven mitts on your head for the duration of the game. (laughs) Tim, you know that I can't... I'm I'm incapable of searching for things on the internet while pretending like that's not what I'm doing while while we Tom, record. Okay. Either either the blindfold or the oven mitts. I don't have either. Tom, can you do this with your? Can you gr- clasp yeah, your I'll, hands I'll together? I'll keep my hands together while I'm answering. Okay. okay cool. Great. Uh, great. Uh, are you ready to play? Who wants to be a booksman? Air. While I type with my toes. Now yeah, that I'd like to see. I'm ready to be a booksman air. Okay, Tom. Uh, real Do these quick, questions have a theme? You'll see. Tom, first mm. you have to de- we have to determine if uh, you actually get to play. Uh, who wants to be a booksman air? Why don't you put um, this kind of effort into the regular show? I do. I read a fucking book. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the complete guide. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. Tom, ready? <laughs> In our two years as booksmen on Books of the Podcast, we have read 20 books uh-huh. between the two of us. In 45 seconds, this is, this is to, uh, to be able to play the game. <laughs> okay. You must name 10 of those books. Oh, Jesus Christ. Starting in five, four, three, two, one. Nothing Lasts Forever, Brave New World, Then There Were None, uh, Lord of the Flies, uh, four. Uh, Papa John's Autobiography, Papa. <laughs> okay, that's five. Uh, um, 
Uh, uh, my sister, the serial killer. Yep, mm-hmm, that's six. Um, uh, uh, I am legend. What is that called? Oh yeah, I am legend. <laughs> what is that called? Ten seconds left. You got three books. Uh, Little Women. I can't think of two others. Tom, I'm sorry you don't get to play Who Wants to Be a Booksman Air. <laughs> all right, well, that's all for this week of Books the Podcast. <sighs> all right. Uh, I have no ability nothing. to recall anything I know. You missed Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. Sweet Valley High, those oh, books. Yeah, two of them. Uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, which you read. <sighs> yeah, and I loved. Uh, Around the World in 80 Days, which yep. you read. Mm-hmm. Animal Farm, which I read. Holes, which I read. Mm-hmm. Little Women, I don't think you said. No, I said Little or Women. Or did you? You did? Interview with the Vampire. Mm-hmm. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Yep. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. <laughs> I forgot about that. The Island of Dr. Moreau. How could you forget about that? I, uh, I, I blocked that from my memory. You made that awesome uh, cover. Yeah. Uh, hardest I ever laughed I've, I've recently heard that they're making a, like a new version of that, a new uh, Why would they do that? TV show or whatever movie. They got to stop doing that shit. <laughs> the Outsiders. Yep. Did you say the, the Great Gatsby? No, I forgot about that one, too. That was another big Which, one. The day this drops, Tom, mm-hmm. that will oh, enter goes into the public, public domain. domain. Yeah. Which I think we should figure out. A, we should start selling a copy yeah. of that book with a, with a the, special books the podcast cover. The Great Tomsby. <laughs> the Great yeah. the Great Gatsby, but Tim and Tom are in it at some of the parties. <laughs> Tom, all right. You, you, you didn't win the fastest finger, but lucky for you, mm-hmm. there's a... There's no other contestants. Right. So, so I did uh, actually have the fastest finger. Yeah, you get to be in the hot seat. Okay. Hey, Tom, welcome to the hot seat. Were those all the books you named that we've read? Yeah. Okay. In addition to the ones that you read, that yeah. you said. Are you ready for I, the $100 question? I recently, oh, speaking of books, rewatched the uh, Salinger documentary on HBO Max, and I recommend it about J.D. Salinger. It's pretty good. Uh, recluse. Yeah. The end of it where they claim that a source told them the books J.D. Salinger wrote and when they will be released is complete mm-hmm. bullshit. Um, but the rest of it is good. Wait, what did they say at the end? At the end, they have like a very dramatic, like, uh, like a text only part with like, dun, 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 and it's like J.D. Salinger, while while in isolation, wrote the following books to be published at the following dates. And then it would like say a title of a book and it'd be like, this book's coming out uh, 2018 and here's what it's about. And apparently that was all just like complete 
nonsense. Somebody was messing with them, like the way that well, uh, Seattle I was messing with the New York Times about the grunge lingo in the 90s. Yeah, because they said like they had a source that told them this and they had it verified by two independent sources. I will give them credit at least that they, you know, did not say like, oh, this is 100% verified. Like this is what somebody told us. We've had it verified by two sources and here it is. Because the rest of the documentary is very good and has a bunch of, uh, you know, uh, reputable people, including uh, the former uh, dean of journalism at the University of Maryland while I was working for the journalism department, Tom Kunkel, uh, talking about it. Kunkel. 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 Yeah. Kankles. Did you get a look at his ankles? No. And also, I have a good story about him that I can't tell on the podcast. All right. Well, uh, make a note. <laughs> Tom, the $100 he had, question. He had me collude on something with him. as he. Oh, you told me about this. While, while he was the dean. And it was cool, because then I felt like the preppy guy trying to get uh, the frat thrown out of campus. You would love to do that. You'd love to rat on the cool kids. All right, the $100 question, Tom. You read the book Little Women because, as you stated, you wanted to learn about what girls like in order to help you in your romantic pursuits. That's not what I stated. Let's see if it paid off. What gift does Mr. Lawrence give to Beth in Little Women? Is it A, slippers, uh-huh. B, a piano, C, voice lessons, or D, books? S- say the names again. Who gives it to who? Mr. Lawrence, uh-huh. played by, I believe, Chris Cooper in the, in the latest movie, gives mm-hmm. to Beth. Oh, uh, piano, which was B, I think, right? B, a piano. Is that your final answer? Yes. Don't do the dramatic pause. Tom, you've got yourself $100. All right. I'd like to end the game now. Would you? (laughs) No. (laughs) Not my final answer. Although I don't suspect I would even get a dollar from you. (laughs) What me? How do I have this, uh, this reputation as a tightwad? Not a tightwad, just a man who makes bets that then he doesn't follow up on. What bet have I made for you with you that I haven't? You made uh, a paid bet. A... You made a bet that you were going to run the marathon this year, and and if you didn't, it would, and I know a I know a pandemic happened, but that wasn't part of the stipulations. You didn't say. So um, I had to in in order to win the bet, I had to run a marathon that didn't exist. No, in order to win the bet, Tim, you had to cure COVID-19 so that the New York Marathon could go on as scheduled and then run it. That seems that seems out of my control, Tom. <laughs> well, then you should have put a stipulation in the contract uh, about acts of God. Tom, mm-hmm. the $200 question. Another book about little kids that you insisted on reading was Lord of the Flies. Which mm-hmm. character in the book Lord of the Flies speaks to the Lord of the Flies? The titular Lord of the Flies. Is it A, Philip, 
B. Ralph. C. Piggy. D. Simon. Uh. I think it was B. Ralph. Is that your final answer? Yes. No. Tom, I'm sorry. You go home with no, no money whatsoever, <laughs> and you have to lick a mouse. I said, I said no. Was it Simon? <sighs> it was Simon, right? D. Simon. Is that your final yeah. answer? Uh huh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. This then whole I thing won. is tainted now. <laughs> I thought it was Simon, but then I was like, Simon sounds like a nerd name. I'm no, very bad. Like, Even while we're doing the episodes, I can't remember people's names. Yeah, I know. This is going to be a problem for you. <laughs> All right, Tom. <clears throat> Moving on mm-hmm. to the $300 question. Uh, the Island of Dr. Moreau is a book that you read yourself. Yep. At one point early in the story, Montgomery spends some time on a boat. What disparaging term does the captain of the boat call Montgomery? Is it A, demon, B, drunkard, C, sawbones, or D, uglier than Tom Reynolds himself? (laughs) Wow. I think it was C, sawbones. Final answer? Yes. Final Yes. That's what they say. Remember when we met Meredith Vieira? I wasn't there. You should have been. She I know lovely. I should have been. Why weren't you there? I don't know why I wasn't there. I think I didn't know you guys were going that time to uh, uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire rap party. Yeah, we went to the taping first. Yeah, That's I know. Fun. And then Meredith Vieira kissed our friend Sergio. Right on the mouth. Yeah. I would have liked to kiss Meredith Vieira on the mouth. Yeah. Tom, you got that question correct. All right. Uh, well done. Mm-mm. Although you, this whole thing is tainted because you got the second question wrong. <laughs> but I got it right I... the second time, which means I get half from now on. All right. So this is for <laughs> now you're playing for $2.50. <laughs> yep. Tom, the $500 question. It's, it it occurs to me, I probably shouldn't have chosen a game that was like a single elimination game. <laughs> yeah, because you don't have somebody else to bring up. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, I was watching Guy's Grocery Games. Yeah. Um, and there was it was a twist episode, Tom. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it's an hour long program and like 40 minutes into the program, Guy was like... Uh, Here's the twist. You can choose to end the game now and you'll both get $5,000 or you can keep playing for $20,000. Yeah. And we'll let you know what they chose after the break. Mm-hmm. But it's like, if they choose to end the game now, what is it, the Food Network going to show 20 minutes of dead air? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, well, I, know what, I know what time the, the episode ends. Yeah. Well, they might bring somebody else no, that's not the way Triple G works, Tom. Now, do you think, uh, I was going to say, do they discourage or ban discussions between the, do both contestants have to decide? It's it's kind of like a, a dumb man's prisoner's dilemma, because like, yeah. they don't get to choose together. 
But if one of them chooses to keep the thing going, they keep it going. If they both choose to go, it'll go. So like, it's, yeah. the stakes are pretty low. Yeah. What other What other game show has that? Uh... There was a show called Greed. Yes, um, that's Fox what I'm thinking. In the nineties, yes. Yeah. Where where you had where you didn't know what the other person was deciding, right? That was right. kind of mm-hmm. the the way it worked. Yeah. yeah. And it was kind of like you can uh, either get half or none or. Yeah. Anyway, hosted by or nothing if you both choose to screw the other person over. Right. That. Yeah. And that's the real tough thing there. Quit stalling, Tom. It's the $500 question. Who who hosted Greed? Uh, Mark L. Wahlberg. Okay. Yeah. I remember when he had to start using the L in his name. Yeah. He also hosted that lie detector show. Where yeah. Was, uh, <sighs> that show was rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the woman cheated on her husband and got caught. Why would you go on the show if you had cheated on your husband? It's a show where they ask you tough questions while you're hooked up to a lie detector. Yeah. And now and not only Fox did you... in the 90s. Yeah, not only did you not win the money, you also destroyed your marriage on television. <laughs> Don't Tom, go, it's time for th- don't go on a game show with a lie detector if you cheated on your spouse. <laughs> the $500 question, Tom. And In they the don't know. Gatsby. If they do know, sure, go on. In, In the, the Great, Great Gatsby. Gatsby mm-hmm. How does Nick afford a house in West Egg? A, is it because he's a rich boy? B, is it because he's family friends with the previous owner of the house? C, the house is crappy compared to the other houses. Or D, do Tom and Daisy lend him money for it? I believe it was C. Final answer. Uh, the, ha- the house is crappy and compared, yeah. compared to the... Final answer? Yes. You're correct, Tom. <laughs> Got yourself five hundred dollars. Wow, <laughs> two two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah. All right, Tom. Guess what? This next question is a milestone question. If you okay. get this question right, you are guaranteed to not leave here with less than one thousand dollars. <laughs> five dollars. Interview with the Vampire, a sexy mm-hmm. book. Yeah. That you did not read, but you I've... watched the movie of. Oh yeah. I did read that. (laughs) You were so indignant. Towards the end of the book, Lestat Uh is killed, quote, twice. Uh How is he killed the second time? Is he A, drained of his blood? Is it B, sunlight that kills him? Is it C, fire that kills him? Or D, he looked at a picture of Tom Reynolds and died out of disgust. See, fire, final answer. Final answer? Yes, final answer. Sure about that? Yes, I'm sure. Well, you should be happy that you're sure because you have won $1,000. Wow, $5 that I'll never see even. Well, if you lick that mouse, maybe maybe I'll Venmo you. <laughs> Tom, the two thousand dollar question <laughs> concerns the whole, the book Holes. What does zero survive on, 
after he runs away from Camp Green Lake? Is it A, peaches, B, apples, C, pears, D, plums? I think C. C, pears. Yeah. Final answer? Sure. Tom, you goddamn buffoon. What was it? Apples? You got it wrong. It's peaches. Wasn't even your second chance. (sighs) Well, we got to send you home. (laughs) No, now I get a quarter of the prize. Okay, you get a quarter of the prize. Let's move on. Tom, the $4,000 question. I'm going to add all that stuff. Well, you know what? It's still nice to have you just do it. <laughs> Tom, which of these is not a title of an original series Sweet Valley High book? Okay. Mm. Is it A, Spring Fever? Mm-hmm. B, The Big Night? C, Perfect Shot? Or D, Secret Admirer? Jesus. Admirer. Admirer. <laughs> Uh, what were A and B again? Spring Fever and The Big Night. Uh, you know what, Tim? I'd like to use my 50-50. Ooh. Very nice. Uh, that gets rid of B and C. So you're left with A, Spring Fever, or D, Secret Admirer. Admirer. I'm going to guess A, Spring a, Fever. A, Spring Fever? Uh, no. Uh, I'm going to guess D, Secret Admirer. Secret Admirer. Yes. Final answer? Yes. Sure about that? Yes. Are you really sure? (laughs) Yes. Tom, I'm sorry. Uh, It was Spring Fever. How do you know? The Wikipedia page, baby. You don't know all the books that are out there. I know the original series. I would like to see you show me those other three books and prove that there was never one printed called Spring Fever. (sighs) There was one, but it wasn't in the original series, Tom. Very tough to prove a negative, Tim. (sighs) All right. Okay, we'll skip I think that, that one. One's so you're a still tie. going for a quarter. Okay, yeah, that was a tie. The $8,000 question. So you're going for $20 at this point? No, not even, I don't think. <laughs> the book Pet Cemetery by Stephen King is made up of many sentences. Which one of the following is not one of them? Is it A, oh Christ, Lewis, what a cock-knocking motherfucking mess this is. Now nah, that is one's it, in there. I remember that one. Is it B, I've come to send your rotten, stinking old soul straight to hell. Okay. Is it C, I'm going to fuck with you. Or is it D, do me. <laughs> Now, Tim, do you think it's fair that the questions are which sentence isn't in this book you haven't read? 
I mean, I I think I said, I think I explained all of the. I think these were all sentences, except for mm-hmm. the one that isn't in there, uh, that I highlighted and right. and made a note of when I was when I was talking to you about. I'm gonna guess C. C. I'm gonna fuck with you. I'm going to guess D. Doomy. D. Doomy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Final answer? D. Doomy. Yes. <laughs> You're correct. All right. I'm surprised it wasn't because there was some pretty clunky uh, sex dialogue in that book. Yeah, but then I was thinking like, I don't know, all the sex. I couldn't imagine one of the characters saying Doomy. Well, the wife says, like, I, I, I want to wear nothing but this necklace when we make it. Right. But do me. That sounds like something you would say. <laughs> I'd say it every day of my life. <laughs> it, it just, it, it, I heard it in your voice. <laughs> I said it in my voice. <laughs> uh, Tom, for the $16,000 question. <laughs> Animal Farm. Yeah. It's well known as a delightful book about talking animals. Mm-hmm. Which of the pigs in the book is the best writer? Okay. Is it Napoleon, A? Mm-hmm. B, Squealer. C, Snowball. D, Curly. I'm going to guess A, Napoleon. Do you want to uh, use a lifeline? <laughs> sure. I'll use my lifeline, which is uh, asking you. <laughs> Ask me, the host. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is a tough one. Squealer, I don't think Squealer, that's not the name of a pig that can write really well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Squealer All I'm imagining like right now is Regis going, 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, Curly, mm-hmm. I don't think so either. I think it. I think you're right. I think probably what it came down for you is Napoleon and Snowball. Okay. Uh, I'm going to guess Napoleon. But I think <laughs> I remember when I'm I was gonna reading I'm going to guess it. Snowball. Final answer? Yes. Tom, you made the right decision by coming to me. <laughs> it's indeed C, Snowball. All right. I had a feeling it was Snowball on my own. Is that why you said Napoleon three times before, <laughs> before you settled on it? Yeah. I wanted to, I, I was gauging uh, your facial reactions. Tom. This next one is a big one. It's another milestone question. All right. It's the $32,000 question. Okay. Your, your dog's freaking out. Do you want to take care of her? Oh. oh. My, all my, this excitement. She can't take all this excitement. My, of all this. my she's, dog she's a big knows fan. you're not going to pay up. Come here. Tom, you know why I wouldn't pay up? Because you got three questions wrong so far. But then th- those just half everything. Okay. I'm still so playing th- for literally thousands of dollars right now. 
Yeah. Well, no, because you a quarter. Yeah, the most you can get is twenty five hundred dollars from okay. me. Okay. And if you don't get the million dollar question right, you have to lick a mouse in order to get it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was written by Stephen Co- Stephen R. Covey, mm-hmm. who is known for his effectiveness, Tom. But what was one trait he had to overcome to be such a su- success? Okay. Was it A, he was short? Mm-hmm. B, he told unfunny jokes? Mm-hmm. C, he had bad breath? Or D, he had a stutter? D, he had a stutter, much like you asking the question. Final answer? Yes. Wrong, dickhead. Now it's down to an A. Tim, uh, Meredith Vieira or Regis Philbin would never treat a contestant that way. Well, the, the, there's never been what a was it? contestant he was as short? hostile as you. No, that he told unfunny jokes. Oh, well... I His mean, son wrote about it in the in the introduction. We talked about it at length. You he would didn't turn into say a, that his son pointed that out. I didn't have to. You had to because I assumed it was something he was self aware of. One eighth of the of the total. Pot, but he didn't um, know he didn't tell funny jokes. Yeah, he did. They, they he discusses it. In no, the puck. his son knew. He didn't know. Tom, the $64,000 question Mm. Uh, concerns the book Devil in a Blue Dress by Walter Mosley. In the book, Devil in a Blue Dress, Easy Rollins is tasked with with finding Daphne Monet. Mm -hmm. Daphne on Frasier appeared in how many episodes? Is it A- 172 episodes, B, 235 episodes, C, 263 episodes, or D, 271 episodes of Frasier. I wish I could phone a friend that could tell me how many episodes of Frasier there are. You can ask your girlfriend. (laughs) Yeah, my girlfriend does not know how many episodes of Frasier there are. She has access to IMDb. I'm not going to bother her. <laughs> you sure? There's $64,000 on There's the line here. There's not $64,000 on the line. I'm going to guess C. C, 263? Yeah. Final answer? Yes. Tom, you're correct. <laughs> I'll tell you this much, Tom. No, mm-hmm. oh, actually, uh, we'll come back to this. Um, but uh, did you know that David Hyde Pierce and Kelsey Grammer were both uh, accomplished pianists? No, I didn't know that. I know David I, Hyde. Define accomplished. David Hyde Pierce studied classical piano at Yale before returning mm-hmm. to acting, and Kelsey Grammer dabbled in piano at Juilliard. Uh, David Hyde Pierce is a classical pianist. Uh, Grammer is a jazz pianist. Wow. I'd like, if they toured together in a dueling piano style show. Oh, God. I'd pay any price. Yeah, I would pay $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'd buy you a ticket to that, Tom, for $10,000. If they, if they played back-to-back, like Daffy Duck and Donald Duck in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> Man, imagine. Tom, and now the $125,000 question. Uh, hey, good job on that last one, Tom. Does yeah, Yale yeah. have a music school? I guess they do. Like a renowned yeah. music school? I don't know. Um, apparently, they have a renowned acting school. Yeah. Or well, that David Hyde Pierce. It was good enough to spit out David Hyde Pierce. It's probably yeah. pretty good. Tom, the $125,000 question. Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? Yes. Is a book by Philip K. Dick. Oh, I thought that was the question. How many episodes of Cheers did Kelsey Grammer appeal, appear in? Is it A, 202, B, 203, C, 204, or D, 205? I'm going to guess B. 200. B, 203. Yes. Final answer? Yes. You stupid piece of shit. It was 202. It was A. Oh, man. I feel so dumb. Now you get 116th? Yeah, I think that's what we're down to. Tom, I just want to say, uh, in the previous uh, uh, question, mm-hmm. uh, Frasier did indeed have 263 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Seinfeld that had 100, and Daphne appeared in every episode. Okay. Uh, Seinfeld had 172 episodes. Uh, Friends had 235 episodes. Wow. And Cheers had 271 episodes, eight more than Frasier. Hmm. I mean, I assume Daphne appeared in every episode. She's, a, you know, one of the regulars. Yeah, but like Kramer wasn't in every episode of Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Especially Daphne. Um, How many episodes was Kramer not in, though? Like one or two. Yeah. But Elaine I mean, was missing from a couple. And again, I didn't know how many episodes of Frasier there were, so I was also <laughs> guessing that. Well, you should have phoned a friend. But I, you got it right. All right, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the $250,000 question. Now we're getting down to it. How did Jules Verne die? Oh, this is a question about around the world in 80 days. So book uh-huh. that you read. Written by Jules Verne. How did Jules Verne die? Was he A, shot by his nephew? B, diabetes? C, pneumonia? Or D, he fell out of a hot air balloon? (laughs) I'm going to guess C, pneumonia. Final answer? Yes. No, Tom, I'm sorry. Fell out of a hot Uh, air balloon? No, he died in 1904. From diabetes, which I didn't wow. know was a thing in 1904. Yeah, I at least didn't think they like knew how to they diagnose knew- that. Yeah, exactly. Because he was shot by his nephew, whose wow. name was Gaston. Wow! But he didn't die from it. He was merely crippled and could not travel anymore. Hmm. I'm also guessing he had type two diabetes. If he or or did they know about diabetes and he had been treating it? I have no idea. I can't. Pl- I can't imagine in 1904 they knew too much about diabetes yeah, to be well. like, yeah, this is a onset later in life compared yeah, to born. Yeah, uh, whatever's not producing enough insulin. What does that? Gallbladder? Pancreas? 
I want to say pancreas. Sure. Gallbladder is bile. Mm-hmm. I'm remembering Tom? my days in medical school now. Tom, now the $500,000 question. Okay. Which is $5,000, but divided by 16. Does that get us? What are you looking up, Tom? I'm looking up what produces insulin. Pancreas. Got it. I get an extra point for that. Playing for three hundred and twelve dollars and fifty cents at this point, Tom. I mean, that's still much more money than I would ever expect you to pay out. Well, I will pay it out if you lick a mouse and <laughs> videotape it and post it on the internet. <laughs> All right. Uh, you read the book "Nothing Lasts Forever." Uh huh. The film "Die Hard" is based on the book "Nothing Lasts Forever." It's known for its amazing sounds. Mm-hmm. Who served as the boom operator on the classic <laughs> film Die Hard? Is it George H. Anderson? Uh-huh. Uh, A, George H. Anderson. Is it B, Judge Harry T. Stone? <laughs> C, Richard Shore? Or D, Dennis Jones? D, Dennis Jones. Final answer? Yes. Tom, you beautiful son of a bitch, you did it. Yeah, I know him. I know his work. It was obvious. Yeah, what else did he do? What else is he? What hasn't he done is a better question. Uh, Tom, you've made it. You're making history tonight. <laughs> you've made it all the way to the final million-dollar question. Wow. Which I guess will be... Adjusted for inflation. $625. Or I could walk away with 300 and what? $10, $12 and 50 cents? 312 yeah. yeah. Do you want to walk away? You're not going to give me any of this money. Tom, I will give it to you if you lick a mouse, <laughs> right. videotape it, and post it on the internet. I would like to go for the million dollars. Okay. The million dollar question, Tom. <laughs> Concerns of the book Papa by Papa John <laughs> himself, John Schnatter. In 1987, John Schnatter was married to a woman. Yeah, I was going to say it's Schnatter. What did I say? Schneider. Uh, no. 1987, John Schnatter was married to a woman who filed for divorce in 2019. Mm hmm. What is her first name? Is it A, Ruby? Mm-hmm. B, Ruth? C, Jennifer? D, Libby? E, Rachel? <laughs> F, Beth? G, Susan? H, Annette? I, Charlotte? J, Emma? K, Grace, L, Lily, M, Violet, N, Zoe, O, Amelia, P, Lucy, Q, Claire, R, Caroline, S, Alice, T, Gabriella, 
U, Sophie, V, Julia, W, Mary, X, Sarah, Y, Daisy, or Z, Anna. Tom, I see you Googling it right now. <laughs> well, you were taking a very long time, Tim. You are disqualified, my friend. Uh, you can't prove I was Googling anything. Maybe I was, maybe I was just looking down at my lap. You son of a bitch. Is it G Susan? Final? Yes. No, you idiot. You looked, you cheated and it was No, I didn't, I didn't cheat. That's what I'm saying. Well, you you lost the whole thing. You blew the whole deal, Tom. (laughs) What was the, what was, what was it? H, Annette. Annette? Funicello? Annette Cox. No, a different lady. Annette Cox? That's yeah. Tim, come on, don't make up what f- funny, uh, inappropriate names. Tom, I'm so sorry. Uh, you did not become a booksman heir this uh, this week, but, but you have another chance next week. Um, if we're three hundred and twenty divided by sixteen. 20 bucks? No, it's not 320 divided by 16. 320 was it divided by 16. Oh, wait, hold on. What, what, what were you at? The I, think 32, I, I think you owe me $300. 32, I don't think so. 32,000. Um, and you get one one hundredth of that, which is $300. <laughs> And then one sixteenth of that, you get twenty bucks, Tom. You leave here with twenty dollars. But in order to get that twenty dollars, <laughs> all you have to do is lick a lick a mouse and post a video of it online. Well, you didn't say it had to be a live mouse. That's okay. Could be a computer mouse. Yeah, if you post if you post the uh, video of you licking a mouse online, I'll I'll Venmo you twenty bucks. All right, good. Can't wait. Do it. I will. I dare you. I you don't have dare to, you. You don't have to dare me. I'll do it. Tom, I think you did pretty badly at this game. Well, you asked me a bunch of really tough questions. Some of them were pretty easy, though. Yeah. They but, were easy in the beginning, and then they got harder. It, but the, one of the real easy questions, the second question, you got wrong. What was the right second the question bat, again? The Lord of the Flies thing. The, yeah, uh, I can't. Which I'm not good at character names. When you say Simon, I'm thinking uh, Alvin's brother from the Chipmunks. Uh, I'm thinking people uh, pop Oh, like uh, yeah, playing Simon. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're all thinking. I should ask questions about that. Yeah. And bop well, it and skip it. Well, I never it. played bop it and skip it, but I played Simon. You ever? Uh, I'm thinking of getting real into a Rubik's cube, Tom. <laughs> just one, not the idea of Rubik's cubes. No, I'll just get. I'll just get one. They're all I'll, pretty much the look, same. I'll tell you this, Tim. Don't get into like uh, speed cubes. Use that time on sleight of hand magic. Yeah, that's true. You'll Thanks, thank Tom. me. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I, yeah. I always look to you for guidance in matters <laughs> such as this. How to spend my free time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, it was a dismal showing, but I hope you had some fun on Who Wants to Be a Booksman Air. Hey, at least I won $20. 
Yeah, now just uh, lick a mouse and post it to the internet, and uh, let's let's uh, let's make it happen. I will. Great. Not right now. I'll do it later. Okay. Well, as soon as you do that, I'll send you your twenty bucks. Great. Can't wait. Great. Well, that's all. Well, for, thanks for playing <laughs> for this week's episode of Books the Podcast, the only podcast about books. Uh, keep an eye out for Tim's survey. Yeah. Vote in the poll. It'll yeah. be up soon. And until then. All right. Thanks for being a patron. We love you very much. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>